0: Serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy,
1: happy Friday. Happy Friday. Thank goodness. I'm Gatos, he's Chad, and there's Becky Lynn in the News Center. All right, so uh, Becky Lynn just had the breaking news. Let's chat about it for a second here. Let's do it. All right, so a judge uh, has uh, dealt a final blow to Arizona's uh, Prop 208. All right. Yeah. So if you remember this thing was like it was butchered from the very beginning. It was written poorly, uh it was tossed out. But if you're if you're if you're wondering, this is money that was about eight hundred million dollars yep. that was gonna go towards school. So voters in November of twenty twenty approved prop two oh eight. You got to vote for it. Uh Ducey neutered it and it, he kind of pulled an end around. He basically canceled it uh said it would hurt small businesses it's not necessarily wrong
0: no it's not necessarily wrong about that and again it was written poorly i'm you know like i just remember from from jump when mm. they were trying to get it on the ballot it was the fight and then even though they were fighting amongst themselves it wasn't written right it was we're going to call it a grant rather than you know all kinds of things about trying to get the money to to the teachers uh, and it just it, it was not done correctly, right? And and it, it I'm not surprised it got blown out of the water.
1: So the Arizona Supreme Court tossed it; it's unconstitutional. Yeah. Here's the thing, though: there are people that voted for this. All right, here's what I didn't like about it: Uh only one portion of uh, uh of people were going to pay for it. It's education; everybody should have a everybody stake should in have this. A stake. Everybody should pay something, yeah. and that's what I didn't like about this. But schools were hurting so bad; I voted for it. Yeah, I didn't like it. I told you that I didn't like it. But remember, the is voters also voted for the spending cap in
0: 1980. So it was like voters were going over voters, yeah. And it was it was again poorly conceived. And I think everybody's got to have skin in the game. Even if you didn't have kids or don't have kids, the reality is the the better schools are, sure, the better it is for your property values, things of that nature. Always remember that, right? Stupid people don't have good uh, tax revenue in their neighborhoods. Throw but, it out there.
1: But why am I voting then? That that's that's the thing. Yeah. Why, why? Why am I voting for something that's not there now? Well, I voted for it. I didn't particularly love it, but I wanted the eight hundred million to go to schools. So now I know that Ducey canceled it out anyway. But why do I vote then? Why am I going to vote on the next prop? And well, I mean, again, this is
0: you know, this thing will continue to go up. You know, to go from. Uh, I, I just they're going to. We're, what have we always talked about on the show since we're together? At the end of the day, who gets to decide anything? It's usually people in black robes. I'm fine with that. You know, I yeah, mean, that's I'm, kind I'm, of where we are. We vote on something; it goes there. Doesn't matter what you vote on. Somebody is going to say that uh, this thing's wrong. You're right. hurting this group of people. You're doing this, right? And but you I know.
1: accept. I and, and I accept it. I accept that this is. It's not going to happen. But I don't think we should be cheering about this. I mean kind of the the, the the majority of Arizona voters voted for this, and now we've got some people that are cheering that this is a good thing? Well, not really. I mean, if you go and you vote for something, you would expect it to go through. But you should have known that lawmakers have to vote every year to raise the spending
0: cap year mm-hmm. after year that that wasn't in. So you can't, again, you put something in there that's in the Constitution that says you can only spend this much. Lawmakers can raise it year after year, but they have to vote on it. So you can't put something in that is going to go out and and every year be arbitrarily different. So it was it was not written well, but it shows you also how ineffective at times our government is by not coming together and figuring something out.
1: Yeah, I mean you got to figure out if it's unconstitutional, then it should be tossed out beforehand. But you know this was twenty twenty voters in November approved it, fifty one point seven percent of the vote, uh, and it would have imposed a three point five percent surcharge on taxable incomes over two hundred and fifty grand for single. Uh, filers and 500 k for uh, joint filers. So, you know, at the end of the day, this was a mess from the beginning. Um, but, you know, it was voted through by the people. The governor neutered it. Then the Supreme Court got it all these years later, and then they say what? Okay? It's unconstitutional. I'd rather a court say it's unconstitutional than have a governor neuter what the people did. Yeah, it would much a- rather have that.
0: Yeah, it was going to end up being out of there. Anyway, he's tweeted out saying, look, it's going to be appealed. We're confident the Supreme Court will find two oh eight unconstitutional, uh as you know, and and it, who knows where this is gonna end up because they're gonna just... come back they're gonna come back to the well yeah. and say, Okay, it wasn't written. How do we write it correctly where it like like Obamacare? Obamacare isn't really health care, it's a law. That's why it, it, it withstood all the challenges it withstood, because it was written as a law rather than health care for everybody.
1: Yeah but it's also interesting to remember that years ago there was and i think it was under governor brewer there was a, a sales tax and some of that went to schools and the legislature stole the money
0: yeah, yeah. that's that's every state in america doesn't make
1: it right no. no so it's like you put these things into place to try and make Arizona education better. And
0: then they go and raid and pilfer it because they ra- they've got right. other stuff that yeah. they're they're short, you know. Every state, when I was in California, couldn't wait to get out of there. Idiots in California voted for a sales tax on gas again after they came and said, Hey guys, we're gonna have to raise taxes 25 cents because, well, all that money you guys gave us, we gave it to the general fund and then we paid off pensions. And then people go and vote. And you're an idiot if you do that. And that's why you look at legislators here. If you're pilfering here money for the school, what are you doing? Getting voted back in?
1: Well, what are we doing? Getting money to Arizona schools? Is there a, is there a backup plan? No, we've got Arizona teachers who are going to lose in, in Phoenix. What five thousand dollars? They're going to get their pay cut. Yeah, I mean that, that was work an either. outside grant. Uh, yeah, that... but somebody's got to fix that. So <laughs> that's thirty percent of Phoenix elementary school teachers.
0: Again, that's an out. Like, wh- but where's all this money? Didn't we get all this uh, silly money for from uh, uh, from COVID? All that fake money they handed out to everybody.
1: I don't know. When you have politicians handling money, they put it in different places. That's right, and man. it doesn't get to where it's supposed to go to.
0: They just they get they get that checkbook, if you will, and they put it all over the place. They all do their pet projects and stuff.
1: Mm. All right. So uh, Becky Lynn had the breaking news. Uh, judge deals the final blow to Arizona's Prop Two Hundred Eight. It was a two-year battle for funding over K twelve, and it was something that all of you had a chance to either vote for or vote against in twenty twenty. And it's you know I I am a big believer in let you mentioned it let the courts let the final courts tell me what it is just after it's like after two years just tell me if it's right or wrong. Because if it's unconstitutional, throw it out. I don't even want to argue about it anymore. Yeah, at this point in time, right? right. It's like the mask mandate. And
0: then say, tell me,
1: tell me if it's, tell me if 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 Biden has the power, and if he doesn't, let's not do it. Yeah. Remember how many times
0: Trump got stuff? They're like, well, it's it's unconstitutional. It's not wrong, but you didn't write it correctly. You have to go back to the drawing board, start all over again because what you did, you didn't phrase it the way you're supposed to. So if you're going to, that's important.
1: There you go. That's exactly what
0: it's about. That's why we have judges.
1: Okay. Coming up next. Coming up next. Uh, Should the government pay for your gas? The next time you go and fill up, should that be on their their dime? Which government? Federal. Oh. We're going to talk about it in a second. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM.
2: Serious news, seriously entertaining.
0: The Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, we've got the old awesome podcast. Get the Chad Show podcast right now. Subscribe, your iPhone, your Android, never send in the show. You're going to love it. It's brought to you by Carol Royce, Carol Williams, Realty East Valley. Get the most money selling your home for cash. Go to highestprice.com, highestprice.com. Tucka.
1: Chad, just for you. Just for me. At 3 o'clock. Right it's on. been 25 years since Phoenix Lights. Those strange lights, they showed up in the sky. What? This place went Crazy!
0: It, the nation did. I was, yeah. in Cal- I was in California. Actually, I was in uh, yeah, I was in California, and it was on t- TV.
1: Right, talking about there's strange things in the air. So on Sunday, it is the 25 year anniversary. So we're going to at three o'clock be joined by Fife signed Fife. So he was the governor at the time, and if you remember correctly, they had a press conference about it the next day, and he said, "I'm going to bring out the culprit," and he brought out somebody literally was wearing an alien costume they made fun of it
0: except for
1: except fact. for the fact that fife Symington apparently was very worried about it he saw it and he may now be a believer so fife is going to join us three o'clock i think that's interesting to talk to we'll look back 25 years uh that should be pretty interesting all right uh should the government pay for our gas now see you know when covid hit because we're the government We're the government's uh, pocketbook. uh, uh, At the end of the day, we're the government's pocketbook. I don't want to be the government, though. Yeah, but we are. I know. When COVID hit, uh, people freaked out. And we didn't know what was up or what was down, and we got a bunch of checks. Right? Not everybody, because, you know, you can't just hand checks out to everybody. If people are doing okay, don't hand them a check.
0: Yeah. They wanted to means test them which right. means basically hey you're you know much like you just said that that it everybody should be involved in it well you know if you're taking from a certain group and giving to everybody that felt
1: you know weird that they weren't giving it to everyone and did it wait you mean it it felt weird that certain people didn't get a check well no but I mean, you know, that
0: i think people would have would have said no but the reality is it goes back to hey we're just we're going to give certain groups of people money and other groups, because, again, it comes out of, it's our pocket money. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's our po- We're the pocketbook of the government. We're the ones who are the bank. Right. They come to us. They don't produce anything.
1: Yeah. But in the long run, if you give out more money, it could hurt us down the road. So, you know, if you didn't need the check. Well, we gave out way too much well, money. Well, you're right. We did. Both administrations did. Trump, uh, Biden. But, you know, at the beginning, you know, we didn't know what was going on. So there's, there is talk that, all right, how about a stimulus check to pay for your gasoline? uh would that be popular i I gotta tell you popular, of course it'd be popular well but but again you got to look down the road and you've got to say is it worth it are we going to just keep printing more money are we going to keep going into more debt yes is that going to help the problem down the road the answer is no the answer is no but again there's some people out there they're like i got i'm on fumes and i can't i can't i can't pay for it then what do you do so a stimulus check for gas for inflation is that something that Biden's going to do? I mean, I even see Democrats say,
0: eh, well, no, probably not." Yeah. Well, you know, it, it I it, let me tell you how this is going to go. Let's let's just kind of see how bad he is going to get Putin. It, it no, uh Biden and the Dems are going to get handed you know when the numbers start coming out, and it really starts to look like they're going to lose a ton.
1: I don't know what you're talking of, about.
0: of seats in the midterms. Oh, okay. Which is what this is all about. You're trying to buy as many people as well, possible to show up.
1: Uh, if that gets uglier and uglier, then maybe they resort to something like this. Okay, so if if the polls show, well, again, what are you going to wait until October? Uh, no, I would say middle of the summer. Okay, so let's say July. Yeah, July. The polls are showing that they're just going to get trounced yeah. by the Republicans. Then you throw out it, then you throw out it. Then then Think about this. Yeah.
0: No president, even presidents who have had approval ratings over 50%, they usually lose seats, right? They usually lose seats, even if they're over 50%. He's at 37%, 42 in the real clear politics. Mm-hmm. He's not moving seven or eight points by midterm. It's not going to happen. Uh, so he's going to lose potentially, I don't know, 20, 30 seats maybe? Maybe lose the Senate? So, yeah, they could get desperate and do something crazy. Hell, he could get desperate and and go, hey, if gas is crazy, finally people might go, put that damn pipeline back in. Put whatever, you know, he may just, whatever that
1: would look good. Might be too late. But might be too late. Right. And it's not that the Republicans are doing anything interesting. Mm -hmm. It's that, you know, if you look over the many, many years, you get a president in there. Uh, they 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 flipped the river in two in two years. That's just what happens. Almost every single time. Almost well, every single. The time. only time they didn't do it was what was it? Bush over in nine eleven.
0: Bush in nine eleven. Yeah. And uh, outside of that, no. I, I mean, I think the first term, right? Wasn't it the first term of uh, Clinton? They didn't do it either. So, you know, it's like uh, it's like it's it's happened a couple of times, but rarely, rarely. And and he's going to end up, you know, they all end up losing seats. But the difference between losing seats and then
1: losing the actual House right. and losing the Senate are separate things. Are 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 Democrats in in the polls that you've seen supposed to lose the House and the Senate? Yeah, at this
0: point, it looks like they're going to lose the House and the Senate. Interesting. It didn't get changed because the Republicans can always snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. We They're know that they that. possibly can. Right. The best thing that they should do is have somebody run around and go, don't say anything. Shut your mouth. Good
1: things will come. Yeah, you just let the other side fall on the sword.
0: Yeah. When spoken to, that's fine. But don't add any other nuance to anything. You don't have to.
1: Yeah. So, uh, all right, what about a gas tax holiday? Because that just doesn't do anything for me. We're no. talking about $0.18. Cents. Senator Kelly talked about that. Is $0.18 going to really do anything for you? No, no. No, it sounds good. It's like, oh, you're going to save me $0.18? We've got to pay it later. Right.
0: we got to pay it later. I mean, there's really no good options here other than, you know, firing up The drilling, trying to change the narrative of oil that we're going to start producing more and more, getting the
1: shale producers to do it. That's not going to change overnight. Not going going to to change overnight. No.
0: So it's still going to take a while and continuing to press other countries to open up the uh, pipeline in the spigot. But that's still going to take a while. Right. So there is no good. And with us approaching driving season, that's going to be, uh, you know, I mean, the summer is usually much higher because we're out driving more.
1: Yeah. So be prepared for that. At uh, about 2.45, we're going to have a guest on, and we're going to discuss how will gas prices and high inflation impact the economy. And I think that's going to be interesting.
0: Are we headed for a recession? Are we? Yeah. Because yeah. I think uh, you're more and more that R word's being tossed around, and I think it's, it's, it's becoming inevitable at some point that we're going to have at least one quarter that is going to be down, and a rebound rather quickly. But there's a good chance, and I think a lot of it has to do with what happens not only in Russia, but what they do when it comes to their economy. Because they may start defaulting, which is going to have a domino effect worldwide. The Russians? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because they
1: can't pay in dreams. Well, they haven't even opened their stock market in weeks. No, that thing's never opening well, again. <laughs> right, because if it does, it's going to fall to zero. Oreo cookies is still there working. Is that so? Oreos are still there. Who shut down today? There was somebody that shut yeah. down today. I
0: mean they're they're really I mean they're running out but he says he's going to nationalize oh, Pokémon
1: shut down in yeah. uh yeah. in Russia. That's uh, probably end the war.
0: They're uh, uh they're I mean that's how crazy this thing is. I mean he's saying now I'm going to go nationalize. I'm going to go into all these businesses. We're going to walk in and take it over and make it ours. It's like Putin said that? Mm-hmm. That's, they're really close. They passed they already have the framework and the law language done. What does that look like then? Then it means so they just go in and now they they are taking Starbucks away from Starbucks. They're just gonna do it themselves. Go in and just nationalize it.
1: All right. Yeah. Good luck. So with now that. you have Starbucks. Good luck with that.
0: Good luck with McDonald's.
1: You have choice of whatever I want to give you. Coming up next. Call it Mick Stalins. Did you hear about this teacher who was fired for reading second graders a book that was called I Need a New Butt? It is a very popular children's book. Have you heard it? I need a new butt. Yeah. No. Um, I'm going to read it now. It can't be that long. It's about a kid. Did you, Becky Lynn, do you know this book? It's about No,
2: a, but I definitely want to read it.
1: It's about a kid who looks behind know. him and he goes, you know what? Uh, I need a new butt because mine's got a crack. Oh. Somebody wrote a book about that. And it's a kid's book. And a teacher went into a classroom and read it. And it's hilarious. Yeah. And got fired. Yeah. We're going to read a portion of the book next. Let's decide if the teacher should have gotten fired for this. Coming up, the Gatos and Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM.
2: Serious news, seriously entertaining.
0: The Gatos and Chad Show. Oh, man. Every time you turn on something, somebody's burning
1: a book somewhere. It's true. Somebody's getting fired. Um, I need a new butt the uh, name of a book that a uh, assistant principal read to a second grade class. So the assistant principal was asked to fill in for a speaker that didn't show up. Uh, this school was in Mississippi. Mississippi. And they were having like a Dr. Seuss day. I thought you couldn't even read Dr. Seuss anymore.
0: Well, probably not. But well, he well, they've got They've got, got a new Woker
1: Dr. Okay. Seuss. Is that right? Yeah, they've got a new Woke Dr. Seuss book coming out soon. Oh, that's wonderful. So so this book is called I Need a New Butt. Which has been around for a bit. Yes, it, uh, it is number six on Amazon's children's uh, booksellers, so it does very well. So yeah, this assistant principal was asked to read the book to second graders, and he got fired for doing it. Uh, All right, let's figure out why he got fired. Let's figure is out... Is it
0: suggestive? Is it something that we don't know about?
1: well let's find out if the book is like should you not say should you not read this stuff to kids because i i didn't read the book so uh wise man Steve sinsmeister has read the book he's the wise man who can read a book in just flat out minutes, so he's read the book and uh wise man you're going read us read us the beginning of the book and and uh Becky Lynn, you can help us out here let's try and find okay. out if this is uh if this if this is smut okay let's find out if this should not be hollywood read to wives here we go let's see if
2: this is offensive let's have steve read it that's how I see it. That's <laughs> Yeah. it. there you go um yeah this is right at my sophistication level so okay. it was on my bookshelf here's how the book starts okay all right i need a new butt okay the first line i need a new butt mine's got a crack <laughs> i can see in the mirror a crack at the back did i do it on the slide or on the banister inside
1: all right, so obviously, it's about a boy who thinks he needs a new butt because his has a large crack in it, which is very, very funny. That is true. Uh, I'm 48 years old. Uh, I find that very uh, humorous. I don't know about you, Chad. Becky Lynn, I mean, you know, that's that kind of stuff is funny. It doesn't matter how old you Absolutely. are, right? Absolutely. All right.
0: Well, guys, we still have to fart jokes, right? It rank- um, I was just going right. to say, it ranks right up there with Walter the Farting Dog. There you go. Which is a classic. Not yeah. anymore, it's not.
1: That right there is smut. <laughs> All right, wise man, read the second part of the book. I need a new butt. Split the thing clean in two. <laughs> now I wonder what to do.
2: I need a new one. A green one or a blue one? A fat one or a thin one? A wood one or a tin one?
1: Need a green one. You think it's like a bunch of climate people that are doing this, Jen? Uh, I don't. I think it's just butt? colors. Just colors. Just colors. Okay. Let's not
0: read more into it. Okay. All right. What's that other famous book? Everybody poops yeah
1: yeah huge
0: book massive like that's a big book
1: can't read it anymore can't so here's my question uh, i i think we can all agree there's nothing in there so far that you know is a red flag it is a children's book oh it says the word butt. ha 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 you know how kids although
0: they also show uh, his butt in, oh do so they like a little bit of his high knee they say oh, okay well, that's, everybody has one right
1: right so do teachers now have to get approval for every book they read to their students every single book because I guess, and here's the other thing. Uh, you know, my wife was a second grade teacher for a very long time, uh, almost thirty years. She would always send home at the beginning of of the school year, "Here's all the books we're going to read. Let me know what you think." I mean, parents already parents got it. They got it right in front of them. So that's part one to think about. Do they have to get every book approved now? The other part is this: how did the how did the guy get fired? He got fired because somebody complained. Oh, that's right. No, nobody. One Complain. It was in anticipation of a complaint. Of somebody complained.
0: <gasps> Nobody complained no. at all, and they still fired him? Mm-hmm. In anticipation that, that you said something or did something wrong, we're going to fa-
1: have you fall on the sword now, right. just in case. Yeah. The pr- he, The assistant principal who read this book got yelled at by the principal, then got moved to the superintendent who yelled at him and said, we're firing you, and here's the quote. Parents might complain. Might. And then they they fired him. I would think he has a lawsuit. Oh, you think? I would think so, oh, too. Oh,
0: my goodness. He's appealing it. Yeah. Uh, But. Uh, but. Ow! Oh, you can't oh! say that, Chad. Oh, my goodness. I like big butts and I cannot lie. <laughs> <You> see? <laughs>
1: Oh, man. If you can play that on the radio, exactly. you can read that story to a second grader. Yeah. Give us one more line, wise man. From <laughs> <Lea Brooke>.
2: A <laughs> butt with color, a butt with flair... A butt as bright as I dare to wear. <laughs> a butt as bright as
0: Dad's underwear. Oh, talking about Dad's underwear!
1: It's funny. Uh,
0: My goodness. We me. had Captain Underpants. Those yes! were books
2: we read as a kid. Those yes, yes. are excellent. Not anymore.
1: Excellent. Can't do that absolutely. anymore. Absolutely. We had all kinds of stuff. People wake up just waiting to be outraged.
0: They do. They do. And, or or they're waiting for somebody to be. They're, they're in anticipation someone may be outraged. Yeah. I am now going to I'm going to see your your move and I'm going to raise you a firing and they anticipate and mm-hmm. they fire in case of
1: oh, and those people that wake up wanting to be horrified. They are searching that out, too. They can't wait until they find it on the internet or on Twitter or whatever you have.
0: Everybody's scared. Like, everybody's scared to make a move. Everybody's scared to say something. Everybody's scared to, to do something because they're wait. This guy did nothing
1: wrong. Nothing. And he got
0: can- he got canceled before he even got canceled.
1: <laughs> he got and, canceled before he got complained And they on. banned it from the library. Of course they did. Yes. They Jeez. won't even let this guy come back and clean out his own desk. So what I'm going to do is that?
0: I am sending a bunch of horrible books that shouldn't be there. <laughs> i have people
1: sneak him into the library. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you should do. That's it. All right. Uh, what's the book called? I've got big butt. What is it? What is it? Like big butts that I cannot lie. No, that's not it. No, that's. I not need it. a new uh, butt. Uh, yeah, because mine a- has a crack in it. I'm sorry. That's hilarious. Uh, that's just hilarious. Anyway, uh, coming up next. Hey, how will how will gas prices and inflation impact our economy? How will it impact your wallet for the rest of this year? We're going to talk about it next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM.
2: Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad show.
1: All right, let's talk economy. It's on the top of everybody's mind. Gas prices are high, inflation is high. You know, you could uh, get a rate, you could get a raise this year and it's wiped out by both of those two things easily. So, um, let's talk about this. So Danny Court joins us senior economist at Elliott D Pollock and Company. Uh, Danny, how will high gas prices and high inflation impact our economy? What are we looking at?
2: Well, I wish I had some good news (laughs) for you guys for a change.
1: Right. I didn't (laughs) think the news would be good.
2: (laughs) I mean, yeah, inflation across the board, it continues to march upward. Um, Phoenix is actually even worse off than the U.S. report we saw, U.S. is up 7.9%. Phoenix is actually reporting 10.9% inflation year over year. Wow. Um, we're not even capturing that, that report does not even capture the most recent run up in gas prices. So we were already showing a 44% increase in gas as of February. Those are reports from February and we've, you know, we've seen gas go up about 90 cents a gallon since then. So we're expecting even worse, uh, an even worse report for the next month. Uh,
0: Danny uh, Goldman uh, says there's about 35 to 40 percent chance that we're going to see some sort of recession this year. It won't be a long one. Uh, and I've talked to Elliot before. He said, no, I don't really think so. But obviously, you know, the war wasn't factored into this. And, and that could change everything. Uh, we might not even be talking about a recession because we wouldn't care if it goes really sideways. But uh, do you guys feel like we're, we're getting closer to some sort of a recession?
2: I mean, it, that certainly added risk. It's one of those black swan events that's that you cannot forecast, but it adds uncertainty to the, uncertainty to the economy. So we're seeing, you know, these prices increase. You're going to see lower investment. You can see people pulling away from the market. Um, so there's a lot of factors involved. And you also have the Fed's upcoming decision to increase interest rates which that in and of itself, if done too fast and too too quickly um, and too much, could have caused recession in and of itself. So there's certainly a lot of risks, but our economy is in great shape. Um, excellent jobs report that just came out. We're under 4% unemployment. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of things going for us to weather a storm like this. And we're pretty well insulated from the war, except for this these oil prices.
1: Danny Cord is joining us, economist Elliot D. Pollock uh, and company. You talk about the interest rate uh, increase. How does that affect the average person?
2: Well, the interest rate is the the Fed setting that for what banks are allowed to borrow from other banks. And so if those costs, if the borrowing costs of the bank goes up, they pass that along to, to the consumer. So if you're out looking for an auto loan or a mortgage or a home equity line of credit, You're going to see that tick up, and we're already dealing with some pretty bad affordability issues for housing here. Um, So that's going to increase your mortgage costs. It'll increase your auto loan costs if you're out there looking for um, a new loan.
0: Hey, Danny, of all the, the the industries out there that are going to be hit the hardest by what we're seeing with, uh, you know, rising inflation, which one uh, do you think is going to really struggle the most coming out of COVID uh, that we're looking at? Is it going to be the car industries? You know, that that's out of control. The house industry is out of control. But which industry you think is going to really feel this the most?
2: Well, in, in terms of the gas prices um, or, I, I mean, in terms of inflation overall, we're already – it's it's sort of across the board. nothing has been untouched in terms of these higher costs. Um, the industry that we were hoping to see, you know we're in arizona we're already fully recovered in terms in terms of total jobs, but the leisure and hospitality industry was the one we were waiting to get back to full full employment, and we just haven't seen that yet so um, you know, increased gas prices could change people's decisions whether to take a vacation by car. Um, you know, you might see ticket prices increase at the airlines, um, so you know that that industry could be impacted. Really, everyone's watching oil and gas prices because it affects manufacturing, it affects production, um, it affects the cost of finished goods. So, really, again, it's going to have wide-ranging ripple effects.
1: Talking economy, uh, Danny Court joins us, senior economist over at L.A.T. Pollock and Company. Is it, it like? See, the way I see it, is it too simplistic to say this? Rent is crazy, gas is high, inflation is is just insane. Uh, everybody's going to stop spending on other stuff. So that has yep, to hurt the economy.
2: It. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it just we we all have to spend a certain amount for our basic needs, and all of those prices has gone up. Grocers are up. Trying to buy a car has gone up. Gas prices have gone up. So yeah, there's going to be a substitution effect, and that's in discretionary income. That's that's how you spend your leisure time to you know going out to eat and spending on entertainment. So you know there has to be a substitution, especially those people that are on on a fixed income.
0: Absolutely, Danny Cord, economist at uh, LAD Pollock and Company. Thanks so much for joining us today. We appreciate it, man. Not a problem. Anytime. Thanks. You know, uh, like going out to eat. Like when I was a kid, man, that was like. You did that once in a while.
1: Like we did not eat out very much. No,
0: no. Even people I knew that had money, money, they didn't eat out a lot. We eat out all, all the, the time. time. Yeah, I mean all the time. Every d- there's probably not a day that we that all of us have eaten out every single day at least once a day. Whether we're going next door or whether we're stopping on the way home, I and mean, yeah. we eat out so much, it's that's going to be the thing I think really.
1: Restaurants happens. are going to get hit. Yeah, yeah. You put the big three together, rent or your mortgage, right? Yeah. Gas prices, inflation. Where are you going to stop spending your money? It's got to be one place you're probably going to cut back on. All right, coming up next, it's been 25 years since the mysterious Phoenix Lights oh, no! showed up in the sky. We're going to talk to Arizona's governor at the time, who may now be a believer. Right. Fife Simonton next.